0: we can do exactly what we want to do if we pour into ourselves and continuously grow and Care to grow and want to grow.
1: Are you an RV person? Or are you just RV life curious, wondering how people live in a tiny space with their family 24 7? Either way, this is a podcast for you. My name is Kate White, and I travel full time with my family and two kids and the dog in an RV. Every week, I sit down either with a fellow RV woman to discuss why she chose RV life and how she has changed on the road, or with a special guest who speaks on a topic relevant to travel life. Pull a chair up to the fire and let's chat danielle welcome to the rv queens podcast how are you today i'm good thank you so much for having me oh it's my pleasure where are you in the world right now
0: we're at peace river right now so arcadia florida nice
1: in florida during the winter time Awesome. Um, (laughs) I want to start this conversation back before you were an RV woman. Um, You've been living full-time RV travel life for a a bit now, but let's go back. Tell us, like, how did this all start for you? Who who were you before RV mom life?
0: Before RV mom life, I was a busy mom of two, stay at home mom, pretty disconnected from life, Uh, felt very much like I lived on autopilot, just kind of going through the motions of running from one activity to the next, constantly feeling the pressure to meet other people's needs and societal needs. Um, And so RV life was like a breath of fresh air for me. I kind of started my healing journey about the same time that I pitched the idea of RV life to my husband. And once we both like were on board, it was like, yes, this is this is the key to us living the life that we want to live. Wow. So it was your idea. It was a cold, lonely January day, uh, right in the middle of winter in Wisconsin, January of 2019. Um, I like to refer to it as my mommy meltdown because I had a moment where I had everything that I thought I wanted Because I was a stay-at-home mom, I had this life, this house, this dream American life, and I still craved more. There was something missing, tears streaming down my face, crying to my husband like, I can't do this anymore, this is not what I envisioned my life to be. I want more adventure, more experiences, more... Life. It eventually evolved into that's what kind of jump started my healing journey, and also evolved into like let's travel, let's do something with our lives, let's not wait until we're sixty five years old. So yeah, that that's kind of how it evolved for us or started, and that was twenty nineteen, and we launched in twenty twenty one.
1: Were you guys familiar with RVing, or like did how did you know RV oh. travel life specifically was like what? you wanted to do? Um,
0: We had never stayed in an RV before we moved into ours. It was more so I we were a single income household. And my husband got, you know, x amount of days each year to vacation. And it was like, you hurry up to get to a place to spend a few days to like, be together, disconnect and Connect, reconnect with your family and then you rush back home and we didn't enjoy that and so it was like how can we figure out a way to have more of those moments together all the time and originally we talked about building a tiny home and like downsizing and just cutting our costs and then a friend of mine actually they had moved into their rig um and they needed to do that for her husband's travel job and so it kind of got the wheel spinning like oh like I don't know if I want to live in a camper but maybe I could and if it allows me to do what I want to do then sure like the first night that we spent in our rig was the first night we'd ever been in a camper at all
1: oh my gosh (laughs) that is amazing I thought me and my yeah, husband it was were pretty intense, crazy. but we, we tried it out for one weekend before we bought ours. Um, so wow. I think you're the first person who's like, never, ever <laughs> even like stayed in it for a night.
0: We've encountered a couple people on the road that have said the same thing, but not very many people. A lot of people like used to camp and stuff in their campers. So yeah, it's definitely not common, I guess.
1: <laughs> Good for you. I love it. Full immersion learning. It's the best. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Right. I want to dive in. I want to get into this topic that we're going to talk about today. It's about self-love. I feel like this is a big topic and like a little bit ambiguous. So I'm excited for you to help define it for us. And also this episode is going to air on Valentine's week <laughs> which oh, yay! E- yeah, which everyone thinks of obviously as like you know finding a partner and and that kind of romantic love, but i I just wanted to take the angle for our r v women listeners that's like, but also remember yourself, you know when when you're celebrating love and and Valentine's and all the all the gooey u- 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 feelings, okay, the phrase self love is like everywhere these days, you know, and I Will you just please explain it? Like, give us some kind of definition before we dive in. And also before I, like, totally stick my foot in my mouth and, like, mess up what this even means.
0: (laughs) So I think it it varies for each person. uh, But for me personally, self-love is the act of complete and utter self-acceptance. Like, knowing who you are, trusting yourself having a self awareness a level of support being your your own best friend and your biggest cheerleader that's really what self love means for me is just that supports you 100%.
1: Tell me about your background like leading up to becoming a self love coach. You know, like how tell me what your journey has been to this point?
0: So I kind of mentioned before, I had my mommy meltdown back in 2019, which led me to starting my healing journey. I, I came to this point in my life where it was almost like a moment of reckoning where I felt like I just woke up one day and I was like, what am I doing all this for? I feel so disconnected. I don't want to repeat the same cycles that I grew up in. I want to be the change for my family and for others. And so that's when I started diving into personal development, which was reading all the books, journaling, meditating, listening to podcasts, doing all the things. Um, I became like, my husband used to joke and say that I never used to have hab- habits or um, or no, not habits, sorry, hobbies. And that became my hobby, like getting to know myself because I grew up not loving myself. I very much had a very low self-esteem um, until I was in my mid-30s. Going down that path and learning, like reading some of the books, I started realizing like, hey, there is a better way. It is possible to have everything that I want and feel fufil- fulfilled. I was on my healing journey for a couple of years. And at the time, I was an online boutique owner. Um, and so I worked with women all the time in all different capacities. And I loved helping women feel good about themselves externally. Uh, that really like filled up my cup. But something was missing there. And so that is when I decided that I wanted to help them learn to love themselves truly for who they are and for accept themselves for who they are and be the best version of themselves. And so um, I took a six-month certification course uh, and became a certified quantum life coach. And in that course, I learned a bunch of different tools uh, that I'm also certified in. But it's just taking that course, not only did I learn a bunch of things to help people with, but I did so much growth and healing in that six months that it like opened my eyes to this whole world of what's possible for us when we do the work and we put ourselves first and we prioritize ourselves and pour into ourselves. And yeah, so it it evolved from being a life coach, which is what I still call myself, but specifically a focus in self-love, because I feel like that is the basis of everything.
1: Will you explain like what it looks like for you personally even to practice self-love? you know, like in your daily life, especially as a full-time RV travel mom, it's pretty busy. Like it is kind of a slower pace of life than, you know, we don't have the morning commute and the evening commute and all that stuff. But there is a lot that goes on in a day, as we all know, (laughs) whatever you're you're living, like a travel lifestyle. So what what does self-love look like for you on a very practical level?
0: So for me, my self-love rituals are so important to me. Um, I start every single day with them and they're a non-negotiable for me. So what that looks like is I start each morning. I wake up slow. I honor my body. Um, I don't, I don't jump out of bed. I know some people do, but just for me, I need that time to really get myself centered um, maybe do a little bit of meditation or breath work, just making sure that I'm in a good energetic space before I go out into the rest of my family and interact. Um, I journal every single morning and some days I pull cards, which are little, uh, universal messages that help guide me. Maybe if I'm curious about something or, um, just needing a little bit of extra guidance. Um, I'll do that. That's how my morning starts. And then so then I have a whole like, gratitude practice with beverages. Um, I drink hot, warm lemon water every morning and cacao every morning. Um, and then from there, uh, throughout the day, it's just doing like daily check ins, checking in with myself, like, how is my energy? How am I feeling? Am I feeling triggered if I am like, do I need to take a moment of rest? Do I need to take a break? And it's just really being intentional and present in your body throughout the day. Like that's what it looks like for me. And some days I have more time to do that. And some days I don't. But a non-negotiable for me is I always take at least five minutes every single morning to journal and check in with myself and see how I'm feeling. And then I go from there, depending on what the day entails. Some days I get out and move my body. Some days I don't. Some days I spend time one-on-one with my kids. Some days I don't. So it it varies from day to day. But the number one thing is just like starting my morning with that intentional self-love ritual.
1: Yeah, I love hearing you describe that. I've I've never looked at it as like a self-love <laughs> Practice, but like, probably since becoming a mom, especially, I've had kind of like a similar morning routine. And it's like the days where I wake up late or like whatever happens, and I don't have some kind of for me, it's like yoga and journaling. And sometimes there's some meditation thrown in, like, that's you know, everyone has their own thing. So the mornings that I don't have that, the feeling is just like, I just feel so uptight and like almost jittery. Like this morning, for example, I I woke up at seven and I had the whole suite of the things that I like to do. And I came out to make some breakfast and my kids were fighting. And you know what? I handled it like a champ. And I totally attribute (laughs) it (laughs) to (laughs) the fact that I had a little me time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so uh, important. If there's... Someone listening that's like, doesn't have any kind of, let's just even say like a morning routine, how do you teach people to just kind of like start? If all of this feels like totally foreign to someone, what are kind of like some early steps that you teach people to just like, here's a good starting point if you want to get into this kind of thing.
0: I started the self love rituals after I read the miracle morning, because that was a big life changing book for me. Just reading all about the different aspects of the morning um, savers is what they talk about in the book. And so for me, I like to explain or give my clients guidance. As far as Asking them to get curious. So getting curious about yourself. What are some things that you like to do? Do you like writing? Do you like um, listening to things? Do you like reading? Going from there. So once they kind of have an idea of something that they're interested in doing, then it's just implementing it. It's just taking the first step. Literally taking one to two minutes is what I recommend in the beginning. You don't have to spend 20 minutes, an hour, it can happen in as little as two to three minutes every single morning, just to get centered, check in with yourself. Whether you want to journal, whether you want to read, whether you want to move your body, whether you want to visualize something, I don't think there's like a one size fits all for everybody. Um, and And so it's really a personal thing. It's a personal decision. It's really getting clear on what it is that feels good for you and also it's trying different things like sometimes you might maybe you try journaling and you don't like it that's okay so try something else right so it's it's just a matter of figuring out what feels good and i personally sometimes go through seasons sometimes i don't feel like journaling and sometimes i do so it really varies um like i said it's very personal but I encourage my clients to really just start with getting curious. And if it's hard to answer that question, I like to ask them to, or like encourage them to resort back to what they like to do as a child. Because oftentimes when we were like seven, eight years old, that is really like who we are inside, like in our core. So those activities, like if you liked painting, even like painting, like anything that really feels your cup can be considered a self-love activity.
1: Hey friends, pardon the interruption. This is a sponsored episode and it's time for a short ad break. I love spending time outside with my kids, especially when we're traveling in the RV. Recently, we had a blast trying out some of Ilakai Outdoor's amazing outdoor games. Their games are inspired by nature and are incredibly durable, which means you can create lasting memories with your loved ones. And the best part... They're carrying cases. They're compact enough to take on the road with you. Be sure to check them out at com slash rvqueens and use the code rvqueens10 to enjoy a discount of 10% off your order. Okay, so you described back when you ran an online boutique for women was kind of, you know, like one of the genesis moments of I want to help women feel good about themselves. So, and we've also talked about like how important morning time is what else paint other like picture for us like why is this important and and what are other ways of incorporating self acceptance and self love and and feeling good um in into our lives, especially as women,
0: a lot of women, I know, are very hard on themselves and are very judgmental of themselves. And when you're so used to living in that cycle, you don't know that there's a better way. So it's once you start shifting those thoughts slightly getting curious about how you're feeling checking in with yourself wearing something that feels good on your body and not caring what other people say and once you start to really like embody that confidence then it really grows and that's when you become
1: limitless and unstoppable okay so for the listeners uh obviously as you know like we're rv women here right if you could narrow this down to like three to five of your favorite self-love tips for busy RV women, what would, what would you say?
0: Getting curious about who you are, um, which is something I've mentioned a couple of times. I, I think it really starts with that, right? Because we're so used to wearing so many hats, so many roles and identities that a lot of times women lose who they are when they become moms, because, They're so focused on these little tiny people that we have to keep alive every day that it's so easy to lose who you are inside. So I like to really encourage women when they're first starting on this journey is to get curious, like take time to explore what makes you, you and what makes you excited and fills you up and lights you up. Uh, So that would be like the first, the first thing, gaining some self-awareness. And this can be challenging, but I encourage people to become the observer of their thoughts. So it kind of goes back to like getting curious, but being curious about how your mind is thinking every day. Are you, are you feeling like in a low energy state? Are you feeling anxious all the time? Are you feeling dysregulated, triggered by your kids? Okay, if that's the case, okay. That's okay. Let's do some digging about why. Your thoughts dictate your actions and your feelings and how you interact in the world. So just being curious of that, like in the beginning, if you're noticing that you have a little bit more of a negative mindset doing simple things each day, and being aware of that and shifting that negativity into more positive thoughts can really make a world of difference in your life. The third one, which is like super important, which I've talked about is beginning your day with self-love rituals, whether it's two minutes, an hour, it's throughout the day. And if it doesn't work in the morning, you can fit it in and during nap time or mid afternoon, go ahead, right? Um, I've just personally had success myself when I start my day that way because then I'm able to interact in a way that I'm proud of and that I feel good about instead of feeling hurried or rushed or not able to pour into others as much because I haven't poured into myself. Getting clear on your needs and your boundaries and learning how to communicate those. So whether it's you needing more time for yourself, asking your spouse or partner for help with something, looking to do something else in your life, like it's just a matter of setting those boundaries and then being assertive and confident enough to express them. And then my last tip for self-love for RV women is, and I love this one, is just be your own best friend because like so much of the world is coming in and is like trying to throw us off course. And if we can be our best friend, and if we're going through a moment where it's, you know, you're noticing those thoughts or those, um, those feelings, ask yourself, would I allow my best friend to speak to me this way? Or would I speak to my best friend this way? And if you wouldn't, then stop doing it to yourself because it's so important to treat yourself how you would your best friend.
1: What do you need a loving parent to say to you right now? You know, it's kind of the same thing. It's the practice of Mm -hmm. putting yourself in a position of like, what is the loving voice saying? Whether it's your best friend or like, you know, the voice of, of what would you say to your daughter when she's your age in this position? (laughs) (laughs) would you be giving her the same verbal lashing that's going on in your head or would you be like girl you're doing great keep it up right no it's time it's
0: time to kick that mean girl to the curb for sure right yeah
1: yeah this is good (laughs) stuff okay so for the people listening that can kind of see themselves and what you're saying for example they're like Maybe having some of those same thoughts and feelings that you were having even before you started RV life, just kind of like this dissatisfaction, like something needs to change inside of me, you know, like I have a really hard time stating what I want and prioritizing my own happiness um, and and really like kind of loving and accepting myself, Um, you know. (laughs) if they're like, I can really use some help with this, um, paint the picture. Like, how do you work with people? What does this look like from, you know, you as a self-love coach, what does that mean? How do you help people?
0: Generally, I work with people either, um, face to, or, on zoom. So like digitally, face, face to face kind of, um, otherwise through messaging. And typically, when I start with somebody, it's getting clear on what their intentions are for this space. So whether that's deepening their confidence, whether that's learning how to set boundaries, whether that's learning who they are, learning how to set a self love ritual, right? Those are all some examples of things that I've helped clients with. So once we get clear on an intention, then it's daily steps to meeting that goal. And me not being a person to give them advice, but helping them to find the answers from within and helping to empower them to do what it takes to get them to that point in their life.
1: I know you also have like a group program going on. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Describe how how does that work? How does this work like in a group setting as well?
0: I'm actually in the middle of launch phase of this group experience. It's called Confidence uh, and it's a eight week program designed for busy women, such as RV women uh, who kind of don't prioritize themselves right now, or they feel very overwhelmed and stressed out burnt out. And over the course of the eight weeks, we'll work on emotional regulation, we'll learn to deepen our self awareness, we'll learn to build self trust, we'll learn to forgive ourselves and others. And through that process, that allows them to become who they came here to be and be confident in who they are. So in the eight week program, it's a group setting. So there will be other women who are walking along similar paths, such as you and having that community and that sisterhood of support and other people who get you, who know you, who see you and being able to like confidently and safely share And that space is like just an amazing feeling just being supported and held and knowing that this group of women and myself included have your back and to truly all us people really want is to feel seen and heard. That's really what we're, we're here for, right? Is connection, love to feel seen and heard. And that's, what coaching is all about, especially in a group setting, but also one-on-one.
1: Okay, so a, a few minutes ago, you you mentioned a book that really helped change your life, which was Miracle Morning. Do you have any other yes. book recommendations for people that kind of want to dive into this topic and and go on this personal growth journey?
0: A couple that speak to me right now. You are a badass. Like that sticks out to me just because I love the bossiness of that one uh and then the untethered soul the untethered soul was very like eye-opening into the whole world of consciousness and just getting curious about how our minds work and how how our thoughts dictate pretty much everything and it just it was probably one of my favorite most favorite books so yeah Probably those two.
1: Yeah. I've I haven't read a Miracle Morning, but I have read the other two. And I just want to throw it out there too that it these books I would say are for any spiritual background. Um, <laughs> um especially You Are a Badass. I love that book too because as far as like kind of personal growth and spiritual books and stuff like that, a lot of them are very cerebral and kind of like, you know, I don't know. You kind of get the concepts like 80%. At least I do. I don't know. Maybe everyone else can totally get what's going on. um But you are a badass. Her, the author's name is Jen Sincero, by the way, for people that haven't heard of it. And she has like a whole series now, like you are a badass at making money. You are a badass at like XYZ. Anyways, she it just uses like real everyday language to teach you about how your mind works and kind of like these universal laws about like what you put out there comes back to you. And if you keep perpetuating the negative thoughts in your head, like that's when that's, what's going to show up in your life. Um, So yeah, I I especially love that one as well.
0: (laughs) It was a good one. Good one. And right now I'm actually reading more about the law of attraction. So that's, that's really fun. I love all things manifestation and, all that too what so,
1: what are yeah. you reading along those lines it's called the law of attraction oh literally just that Hicks. Book. yes yeah.
0: <laughs> yes uh, yes yes
1: uh, okay cool yeah
0: awesome so, it mostly talks about the law of attraction and just how even a, attaching a thought or a feeling to a thought manifests things in our lives so even if we think about something and we maybe have a negative thought or a negative feeling associated with it. And it's something we don't want. But if we keep feeling that, or we have a huge emotional response, we are going to bring more of that into our lives. So it's just, it's a really cool book. I recommend it for anybody who's kind of into that woo woo stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and the, uh, she's it's, it's kind of that thing where it's like, um, what you focus on, you create more of. There's a lot of that. And, um, I, sometimes I listen to the Esther Hicks on YouTube where she just basically gives you like a verbal slap on the butt. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) if you focus on all the negative stuff, you're just, you're just going to keep having negative consequences. Like just focus on what you want. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's good stuff. Uh, Okay. Last last couple of questions here for you. So usually uh, one of my closing questions with an interview is when you think back to Danielle before RV life and Danielle now, like what's changed, but for you, I'd like to really position it with like, when you think back to Danielle before doing all the inner work of, you know, coming to self-acceptance and becoming, you know, a self-love coach Um, and Danielle now, like What has changed when you think back to old you and then you today?
0: I actually love being in my own energy. I love being with myself. I love myself. I feel confident like I belong. I can bring my own belonging instead of feeling like I don't belong or I'm an outsider. I feel a deep level of self-trust. I am able to regulate my emotions most of the time not perfect by any means at all I'm still constantly working on this stuff as well but those are just a few of like the personal things and then because I have chosen to do this work and focus on myself and continually do it my relationship with my children has improved drastically I mean I'm no longer that stressed out all the time, anxious, yelling, mom, I'm more connected. I'm able to have conversations and react in a way that I'm proud of and not a way that made me feel like a crappy mom every night when I would go to bed. Right. Um, and then my relationship with my husband that man, like we, Oh, this RV life has really, transformed our relationship. It, I felt like we were in a good place before we left and I knew nothing, right? These two years on the road has been so hard and really good at the same time. Um, I don't believe, I believe that we're all where we're supposed to be and everything that we go through is meant to happen to get us to where we are. And so there's been a lot of hard days with us, but also our relationship is so much stronger than it has ever been. So that's that's another aspect of it that's really important. Those are the main things, like the connection to myself, the connection to my children, the connection to my husband. It all comes back to connection, really. Um, once you build this deep foundation of self-love, everything in your life expands and ripples out. And mm. it it's limitless.
1: Maybe you just answered this, but I'm going to give you the space if you have something else to say. So the, the slogan for the show is a podcast about unexpected riches. So what would you say is the unexpected richness that you have found from RV Life?
0: I thought that I did a lot of work before we left. And I felt like I was in a good place. And then the, especially this last year, there was so much healing that happened. And so the unexpected richness is just like realizing that I'm worth it and that this life is worth it and that we can live a life of our dreams. We can do exactly what we want to do if we pour into ourselves and continuously grow and care to grow and want to grow. So yeah, it's, it's that.
1: Oh my goodness. Of course. Such good stuff. (laughs) Will you uh, share with listeners where they can connect with you online?
0: I am on Instagram and TikTok as Danielle's joyful life. And then uh, Facebook, I have a Facebook group called self love sisterhood and danielle joy Harview, like my personal oh and my danielle's joyful life as well on facebook
1: well thank you so much for coming on the show especially of for course our special valentine's week <laughs> episode yeah I oh really my gosh it. yes <laughs> i'm excited uh, for that <laughs> yes it's gonna be great um okay danielle hopefully i will see you on the road okay sounds good thank you <laughs> All right, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and for being my favorite part of RV life. If you could please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, that would be awesome. And listen, if you want to have conversations like I had on this episode with your fellow RV women, head to rvqueenspodcast.com slash community and choose your RV queen circle today. All right, guys, I'll see you next week or hopefully I will see you on the road a verbal slap on the butt.